Welcome to the Marketing Made Inclusive podcast. I am your host, Joanne Boyce. On this podcast, we're going to discuss all things inclusive marketing, from persona creation, campaigns, and even some of the mishaps we see in the media. Tune in and let me know your thoughts on how we can make inclusive marketing the industry standard. Welcome and welcome back to the Marketing Made Inclusive podcast. You have myself, Joanne Boyce, and today we have Jade. Say hey, Jade. Hello. I thought you were going to say hey, Jade. (laughs) I have to draw the line somewhere. Um, Today's really going to be a really light one, actually. We are wrapping up the first season of Marketing Made Inclusive. This episode is episode number 23, I believe. I think so. And I'm just proud we made it to 23 because to be honest, (laughs) a podcast has been on the books for a while with Arima, with myself. And it was one of those things that when we committed to, both Jade and I have such high standards for what we do. And we wanted to make sure that we can get everything on point and the way we like it and this has been a learning journey it really has definitely I think the biggest one has been captions and getting and transcripts yeah it was one of those things that I think was really important for us to actually do a podcast and to stand by like our inclusive marketing principles and really actually be on the other side Yes, definitely. To see what it's like from the content creator perspective. Mm-hmm. Because we've done, we add captions and we add um transcripts and stuff to our social media posts regularly and like client stuff. But those tend to be like one project, then you wrap it up and you're good to go. You know, you have a good period of time to work on it and it's already planned in ahead. But this process of getting the podcast out, especially when we were doing it weekly for a little bit. Mm, yeah. I think we went through like, or no, I say we, but Jade. <laughs> <laughs> you went through like what, four or five different softwares? Yeah, it was, it was a few. And there were some that were like editing softwares and some that were transcript softwares and then some that did both. So it's also, I think, interesting to like see the technology and where we're at there because we can only do as much as the technology allows us to do to a point. So it shows how much like things need to catch up. Mm -hmm. And this is one area that I am excited. I would, I think we might do it once we take a pause on the season to look at the inclusivity around podcasting. And because that is such a content piece and a marketing piece for so many companies, so many brands. And it's so reliant on technology. It's just not possible. And with all the advancements of AI, I made the assumption, especially when I was recommending to clients about transcription, I was like, yeah, just do it. Just just do it. It's easy, you know? Like, why not? Yeah. Um, so now it's been really good for us to have one, a perspective on where the technology is to do it. Also the time, the time yeah. to <laughs> get it correct we drastically underestimated yes I do think I have quite a high standard when it comes to the transcript and so the time it takes is longer than you would think Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So this has been a humble experience. I'm so excited. So for this episode, we're actually going to take a look back on all, not all, but our favorite, our highlights from the past 23 episodes. I am going to pass it over to you, Jade. What is your first highlight? Oh, say episode number and title as well, because some of them, like, Nate, the other challenging of podcasts is naming episodes has been an art form as well. So many things learned. (laughs) (laughs) I do think it's harder than naming blogs as well. Yeah, it needs to be, because blogs can somewhat be straightforward. It can somewhat be just like educational, whereas podcasts need to sound enticing. Mm -hmm. They need to be able to be read enticing and not just answer. Because I think with blog titles, you're kind of answering a question and you know that's going to be served. Whereas with podcasts, you need to answer what people think they want to know, but also represent what's been said in the podcast and some of our episodes anywho what is your first one you want to take a look back at speaking of naming episodes this is one of the first ones we struggled with I remember and it's an oldie it's episode number eight the importance Mm -hmm. of visual representation with Jess Helens this one was a struggle to name because you two talked about so much and that's one of the reasons why I love it such a wide variety of conversation happened within that episode that is one of my favorite and that was the one I was thinking about in naming struggles as well because Jess is a friend of mine and we've known each other for a while so we had so much to talk about and there was so much exchanging of knowledge like yes we were going back and forth and we went on so many rabbit holes and so many tangents but I really enjoyed it when I thought back I was like oh we wrapped the episode what what did we actually I think the original plan was to talk about PR. I <laughs> didn't even touch on that. No one mentioned. <laughs> uh, that is a good episode. That was a good one video as well, because I think you added Yes, it was the... one of our earliest. And the stories that came out of that were so, both of you had so many great stories, just like so much experience. It was so funny. It was just like, it had so many boxes ticked yeah and that's uh we have to have Jess back we need Jess we need you back because (laughs) first of all we need to actually talk about PR which is what we had you on because Jess has a huge huge amount of PR experience and that's who I always go to when I want to like dive into that but yeah I think my funniest the bit I like the most is from your edit where you added the photo um I think it was the yeah, they were trying to represent um plus size tights and instead of just hiring a full size model they put a water bottle like a machine you should there were so many so I had to choose the highlights to put in the actual thing because I couldn't fit them all I was just like what why I know I know um, all right, so one of my faves, if we're going into the early ones, mm-hmm. I think an early one for me, Jess was on there, but the one with Andy Torn, why, episode 10, why marketing needs to be intersectional. Now, yes, that is one of my faves because at the, I think it was at the end of the episode, I say to Andy, um, 
if you can create a campaign that just represents uh trans individuals and da, 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 and Andy just went bat 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 and it was just I think about it so often because it was just such a beautiful description of a campaign one but in, I think that episode inspired my whole thinking about we need more beautiful mundane things in marketing because yes. Andy was just like oh yeah I think it was a trans person goes into uh marks and sparks or whatever it was and they just shop and it's just that there's no title there's no rainbow it's just existing and I'm like oh Mm -hmm. my gosh and about like emphasizing the joy of it as well like it doesn't always need to be doom and gloom like we can celebrate the joy that yeah that conversation with Andy was really really insightful for me because I'm just like so much of marketing is around provoking an emotion but for some reason when it comes to inclusivity representation diversity people go to it has to be either superhero like oh my gosh look at this person doing this I can't believe they're doing it or it has to be doom and gloom we need to help there's just no joy there's no everyday there's no yes here's just life um so yeah that's one of my faves and again I think everyone, this is the other thing, everyone we've had, we can have again, because it keeps, the conversations yeah. are so good. Yeah, 100%. I, I think about that often, how we need to get Andy back. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get Andy back, because we need to, I, and that's another one where the plan was to dive, I can't even remember what it was. Was it automated something, again, I don't fully understand it. <laughs> You know what? I think for some of season two, we might have you, you do some of the interviews, Jade, because I just go on tangents with everyone and never answer the original scripted plan, which is a beautiful part of it. But we need people to come back and talk about their expertise. Oh, gosh. Uh, what's next on your list? Next on my list, if we'll go our work from like oldest to newest Mm -hmm. so is episode 12 inclusive marketing from a content creator's perspective with joy ofodu i really like this one because of the practicality of it she had so many like really insightful tips and chips because of her background with instagram and stuff i remember she talked about the algorithm and about captions a lot and how she edited everything in instagram and now i edit everything in instagram (laughs) it's kind of changed me Um, but also like with the inclusive marketing lens on it Um, and I think the American perspective as well was really interesting it was just a really good practical episode such a good like that and that also so so, so many of these episodes inspired my like next idea because it's just like there's so many things that we assume are similar for English speaking like we just assume Mm. you can just do it but there's, there's such a craft. Like I met Joy through Clubhouse um, and this was while she was working at Instagram before she was doing a lot of the content creator stuff. And I just started following her Instagrams and for some reason she's one of the few non-disabled individuals that I always click to read their captions and read their alt texts because it's, it adds yeah. to the story. It's so funny, but it delivers, in my opinion, I am not a person with um, visual impairments, but it delivers what you need. 
and it keeps yeah. you intriguing so I would tap to read it and I'd be like oh this ads I love it it's hilarious um yeah that conversation and the fact that she actually worked at Instagram yeah that was also I was just like ooh, these I feel like these are extra secrets and gems yeah, little spicy tips. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Legally, obviously, she was not speaking on behalf of Instagram. She was speaking for herself. But you can't, like, remove the fact the person worked in the company and the, the insights they would have. And But other than that, Joy's journey as a creator and just seeing mm. the the navigation of taking what she learned in the company to apply in her influencing yeah 100% that was so interesting and I think again there's a lot to be learned from that and kind of take inspiration from Mm -hmm. speaking of influencing because you just inspired my next one oh I don't want to mess up because Charlotte recently got married and I keep messing up her new last name but episode 17 the rundown on inclusive influencer marketing with Charlotte's to it used to be Williams. I'm so sorry, Charlotte. You told me how to say it as well. Um, but yeah, I've known Charlotte a long, long, long time. Um, I think we started, Charlotte started doing inclusive influencer marketing the same time I started doing it. Uh, I started doing inclusive marketing and our paths were like cross, but her being in the influencer space, it it was so fascinating to see her approach and to hear her approach of things of like, the um, influencer pay gap and the background and the research that they did on both sides of the business, you know, managing influencers, her being an influencer and the partnerships and stuff. I was just like, this is so fascinating because through my social media marketing experience, I only kind of know one side of the relationship, which is reaching out to the influencers. Mm. So to speak to Charlotte and hear the other side of it I I really enjoyed that yeah and she's so knowledgeable you can just tell that she's such a master at what she does from hearing her speak and how genuinely passionate she is as well yeah that was really interesting the passion behind it and it's also even to like contrast the because that's the other thing that drew differences between the like American approach uh with Joy and then the British approach with Charlotte and the American aspect from what I was gathering with Joy is kind of like very direct, very straightforward, the influencer relationship, very contract first. And with um, Charlotte, it was more relationship based, which I think both are relationship based, but both have their elements of like how bias can be infiltrated to impact underrepresented influencers. <sighs> yeah. Charlotte needs to come back for another episode. Everyone does. <laughs> everyone's coming back everyone's coming back we just keep on the same people again and again everyone's coming back for season two actually to anyone listening if you have anyone that we should you think have on the podcast or interview I know we have a long list ourselves of people that we're reaching out to still putting um, feelers out to um, anyone on the marketing team of Fenty I'm just I'm just putting it into the universe Anyone on the marketing team of Fenty. And I want to add anyone on the marketing team for the Barbie movie. If they want to come on the podcast. 
and talk about how they wanted to approach the marketing of Barbie because there were some brand connections, but there were some strategic things as well. Adding to my wish list, anyone on the marketing team for the new Little Mermaid? Because they did a mm. brand partnership with Black Girl Sunscreen. And I was like, ooh, strategic. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> we would love to have any of those people. But also, if you generally want to have a chat with myself or Jade, or you know anyone that we should be speaking to that can help us learn a little bit more about their sector of inclusive marketing and how it integrates into our world, we'd love to have them on. Um, but Jade, what is your final throwback episode? So this one might be a little bit of a more obscure one. It's episode 14, Why Did We Go on Strike for International Women's Day? It was just such an interesting conversation. Like, we could have talked forever. <laughs> so many things came up. And I think just, like, the conversation of, like, women in the workplace and gendered language like there's so much interconnecting things going on there before you even add intersectionality onto it like that even takes it even further um I think it's just such an interesting conversation I and I I don't think it's talked about enough maybe like we see it Mm -hmm. but not in depth enough there's there's so many other conversations I want to have around because this is the catch 22. We work in marketing. We know the hashtag days and the movement days are great opportunities to capitalize and to show what we're not able to show throughout the year. But it kind of contradicts with the movement because people aren't doing anything for the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah. So my favorite campaigns for International Women's Day are when they always say like, yeah, today, but also every other day. <laughs> Every other day. Here's all the other things. I'm still, I haven't seen one yet. I would love for a brand, any brand to do like, here's all the times we highlighted women, you know, show reel. Yes, that would be amazing. And that's just the time that they take audit. International Women's Day is the time they take audit and they outrightly say, which is why I think we spoke about the the gender pay bot, gender pay gap mm-hmm. bot. I would love for someone to be like, last year, our gender pay gap was 13%. It is now 10%. Last year, we represented women in 40% of our marketing. We now represent them in 50. I That's what I would love. I don't want International Women's Day to go away. But I think because I, for me personally, the year before, I was asked to do so many speaking events for free on International Women's Day. I was just like, I don't want to (laughs) yeah that's that's fair (laughs) yeah I think I love what it stands for but it it is like sure celebrate women great but the point of it is action like put your money where your mouth is let's see the practical application of this it's well and good to say that women are great and you know represent them fine but like why what are you doing about it what is the point of all of this Mm -hmm. how how are we balancing the the nice to haves with the actual impact yeah gosh okay I'm trying to think of my last one I'm stuck between episode 11 
when brands missed the mark with Sainsbury's the case study because that yeah. was a fun little case study to do and episode 13 portraying love inclusively in marketing Mm. which was our kind of like valentine's e but not valentine's e day one uh yeah more about the mundanity as well yeah which i really i i think that's okay i'm gonna go with episode 13 because i think my personal strap line ew, um, <laughs> for 2024 is gonna be mundane inclusivity I, I I am so I want to work on a campaign that is so dry and boring and make it inclusive I want to work on life insurance and make it inclusive and like you know accounting software I'm not saying these industries are completely dry they're innovative things happening but I'm excited to just have someone turning on the TV and living and not having to do anything extraordinary just because they're underrepresented or just because they're like a woman or yeah. whatever. Yeah. The ads yeah. that always, I think, stick out in my mind are the ones where it's not highlighted anyway. It's just there. There's yeah. just representation. Yeah. Mundane inclusivity. Ooh, uh, that is my 2024 goal. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, mainly because the world. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> or even, I feel like it doesn't even have to be mundane necessarily. Maybe that might be jumping too far a bit, but just not those two brands you were talking about. Not the hero and not the doom and gloom. Like Channel 4, I think, mm. are crushing it mm-hmm. because they have so much inclusivity in all of their ads but they're always really fun and wacky and creative but with not necessarily by bringing so much attention to the inclusivity it's just that's just the way they are yeah yeah I definitely uh, oh season two is going to be amazing if I say so myself I know we haven't <laughs> done anything yet but there's a whole episode we can do just on channel four's ads because yes. there's an ad that sticks out to my, in my brain to this day. It's a Maltese ad, but it was on Channel 4. I haven't seen it anywhere else. Where a disabled woman, wheelchair user, but none of that is mentioned. It's just talking about her dating life. Very casual. And I think at one point she's just talking about like how she almost squashed a man's balls or something. And her friends just start laughing. And it's like the most funniest story. And it's just like how friends would talk generally when they're out. Um, and that was it. And no one, there was no savior. There was no nothing. There was just her talking about her day in life. And I'm like, yeah, I love it. Cool. Yeah, Channel Four, like they're just not afraid to take the things we're all thinking and just Do it. put it right in your face. Because it happens. Those conversations happen. Like, yes, I say it all the time. Disabled people have sex and drink alcohol. Why are they not in the ads? Like <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> you want to sell more product, but you there's a target audience. Um yeah. Oh gosh. But anywho, those have been our recaps. Um, all those episodes are gonna be linked in the description wherever you're watching on YouTube or you're listening on your favorite um podcast app. 
please like and subscribe if you're on YouTube. If you're listening, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It'll help get the podcast out there and share with your network because we want to make inclusive marketing the industry standard and sharing this podcast with your friends, work friends, (laughs) your general (laughs) friends might find it a bit weird, but sharing it with your work friends, sharing it on your LinkedIn, all of those things help us to achieve that mission. Thank you so much. See you in season two of the Marketing Made Inclusive podcast. Thank you for being a listener and a viewer. We really appreciate it. And we're so excited to share with you what we've got planned for season two. Thanks. Bye.